What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Keeping Up With Cash. It's your host, Cash Money Morgan. What's going on, everybody? So you guys voted, and I'm, you know, it's a democracy that we live in. So you guys vote, and I listen. So you voted this week for a solo episode, which actually kind of worked out with my schedule. um, Because let me tell you something. Let me just tell you what's up. So this is the craziest week ever. Um, I leave on which the podcast is dropping on Friday. So, um, but today I'm recording on Monday. So let's just, just for reference. Um, (laughs) So Thursday we leave for Florida and I just been trying to get everything ahead at work and also get ahead, just packing everything. Um, Of course, my schedule is so packed per usual and I like it that way. You know, I like it that way, but I'm the smart person. Well, at least I think so. I'm the smart person who thinks, oh, okay. You know, if I'm going to use so much of my PTO, I'm going to use it good. Like I'm going to use it good. So of course I Basically, we're flying out of uh, Arkansas because Allegiant, you know, you know how that goes. Uh, But our flight's at like, I'm not going to tell you the flight because creepers. Our flight is later in the day. And um, (laughs) so basically, my plan is to wake up Thursday, go to an 8 a.m. dentist appointment, then go to an 11 o'clock doctor's appointment, then get my crap together and drive and go. Uh, So we're just hoping that everything goes really well. Um, I feel like for me, if I just woke up at 10, you know, looked really pretty, got my stuff together and went to the airport, that's when I forget stuff. That's when things go bad. I thrive in chaos and I am very excited for this trip, but I got way too into my personal life before I even got to give a good introduction. So before uh, further ado, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 10th episode of Keeping Up With Cash. Ten episodes. What? It feels like just yesterday I was filming the very first one with Alan. It just it, time has just flown. Oh my gosh! It's definitely you know being out of college. It's like I don't even have a reference of time anymore. It's just I wake up, I go to work, I crack my back seven times, I come home, take a shower, and go to bed. Like <laughs> that is life after college. It is so exciting. <laughs> so no, for real though, it actually is really exciting. Um, but. I really can't keep track of time anymore. It's just based on the every every single Friday. That's kind of how I live now. But um, I want to say thank you so much to everyone who has listened so diligently to all the episodes. And thank you so much to my guests who have so diligently and kindly been on the show. You guys have just been amazing. This is just the beginning. This was the guinea pig type. You know, I want to do things a certain way. I want to do things good and right. But... Now having 10 episodes under my belt, I'm just so excited for what is going to be next. And you guys should be too. And I'm really grateful for your patience on pretty much everything, (laughs) pretty much everything, the merch, the guests, everything. But just know that when things happen, like good things take time, when things drop, I am going to be giving it my all. So just know that when I try to do things, they're not, they're not sloppy or things like that. I put a lot of heart and effort and money into these things. So I'm very grateful for all of you guys. And I love you guys. And I'm just very excited for the future. So yes, let's get into today's episode. It's called She's a 10, but she can't cook. Um, Not really saying that's about me, but uh, you know, the 
if the shoe fits. Uh, I don't know. I heard that hot girls don't cook. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to show you a URL on that. I'm just going to say that out loud. Uh, no, but for real, my goal is, you know, new crib, new lifestyle. I am going to try to cook in the new crib. So uh, we'll see about that. Maybe I'll try to do like a little cooking thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna pray about that one. So that's that. But let's just get into a little bit of an update um, on life since the last time we talked. A, I got my one year review at work. Let me just tell you, okay, to back up. Sorry. Remember, guys, I have ADHD. Very hard for me to focus sometimes, uh, but very entertaining for some people. So anyways, uh, in the beginning of June, I celebrated my one year work anniversary. And something I never knew about work anniversaries is that in the corporate world, it is literally another birthday. It's so exciting. Your picture's up on the screen. Everyone's congratulating you. Everyone's visiting you. Some people get you gifts. Like, it's just a vibe. Um, especially if you're like a words of affirmation person, it's a vibe and it's very exciting. I can't even believe that it's been a whole year already. Um, it just goes to show how fast time goes and I don't even have kids yet. Like, are you kidding me? I'm just like this single chick out here and oh my gosh, this whole year has flown. So that freaks me out for the years to come, but also it's just very exciting to have one year of experience under my belt and I'm the kind of person where it's like, okay, I've had one year in this situation. How do I make this better? What are the new challenges? I want to be challenged every single year. I Right now, I'm learning on this new editing software that is really hard, but I know in six months or a year, I'm going to be a pro at this, and I'm going to have all of that to add to my portfolio, and that's a very exciting. So I had my first one-year review. It went really well. I just kind of been on this like cloud nine vibe, just really happy, but before I kind of get into more of this happiness, vibed up, Morgan, summertime, you know the vibes. Before I get in that, I had a really crappy week week um a couple weeks before that so morgan method dropped i was vibed up it was all good and then my anxiety hit a high i my stomach was hurting i couldn't sleep um i was taking naps during my lunch break at work and not playing ping pong uh, i was just not i was just having a really hard time and i was throwing up a lot it was honestly really gross <laughs> but it was just a really bad week and there's, you know, it's important to remember like there's bad weeks, but it's not a bad life. And this important to rest on yourself, take care of yourself. You know, it's okay to not be okay. But also I had to look at myself and I'd be like, Morgan, you don't feel like doing this, but get up and go do it. Like I'd be like, stop taking a freaking nap during lunch and go play ping pong. Like, no, you're not feeling good. No, you're under the weather. Like you have not been in this vibe, this and this and this, but at some point, I was like, Morgan, get out of this slump. I was giving myself tough love because I am very like, oh, it's okay not to feel this good. It's okay. And I totally, you know, I'm the advocate of rest and self-care. But at a certain point, you're like, just pull yourself out of that hole and go do something productive. Because sometimes just one good push can help you really kickstart feeling better. Uh, but yeah, I'm honestly doing so much better now. Um, I became a member at my church. <laughs> I've been going to this church for two years and I was finally ready to commit. Uh, that sounds so bad. But no, honestly, I mean, it's been a great church and I was kind of inconsistent in the beginning. And recently I really just felt on my heart like God's like, yo, I want to do things with you and this church. I want to do things. So I just finished growth track. I've met some really cool people and I'm starting to serve and I'm really excited about it. So um, that's that's been huge. And Something I want to touch on later is also 
when I feel like I'm stepping into God's plan. And I don't know if this is what anyone else feels, but I know when I, like, for example, this Growth Track, this church, the minute I went, like, for me, it took me, like, four months to even sign up for Growth Track and actually figure out when a good time was. But, like, the minute I went, it was just, like, goodness on goodness on goodness on meeting great people, on this, on sliding into the perfect serving position. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you're stepping into something that God has and doors open, things are just happening for you. It's kind of like this feeling of, well, it's about time. Like it's about time that you're here. We've been waiting. That's kind of the vibe that I felt in that situation is it's about time you stepped in the plan because we've been waiting for you. And that's a really cool feeling like knowing, okay, this is, this is what God wants for me. Like this is, this is awesome. I'm excited to embark on, um, just really more on serving and getting to know people. Um, so that's the vibe. And, uh, yeah, it's been really exciting. I think my faith has really been growing. Bible study has been doing good. Stomach is getting better. And I had a friend reach out to me a couple of weeks ago and we've really gotten close. And she was just like, Hey Morgan, I've really been praying for you. And I really just feel like you need to pray stronger and harder about your stomach. You need to believe more in healing for this. And I kind of just had it on the back burner. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm praying for it. And I said, oh, man, like, you're so right. I need to be praying for this like my life depends on it. And I've just been really praying. We've been praying and, like, fasting. I've been getting prayed over at church and all this stuff. And the past two weeks, I have not really thrown up. I think I threw up, like, one time. But... I think there's so much mental that goes along with my stomach issues that being able to just kind of be like, <sighs> and relax and take it easy and, you know, eating foods that are good for you. And I have been able to eat more food recently than I have probably this whole year. I'm eating like double of what I used to eat. It's insane. Um, and I'm not having this anxiety of, oh my gosh, am I going to throw up in 30 minutes? Like that has just been absolutely amazing. So I'm really just grateful that, yes, I love my job and it's been one year and I'm growing in this church and my body is doing better. And yeah, I do have to give a few shout outs because <laughs> my mom told me to. I'm just <laughs> Actually, my mom is one of the shout outs. She's been really awesome. Uh, and there for me recently and just been really an awesome mom. So shout out to Debbie, Deborah Gonzalez, Pagel, Deborah Pagel, whatever. Um, also just want to give a shout out to Hannah Wyckoff, Haley McCormick. If you know, you know, you guys are rock solid. Obviously all my friends in the whole world. I love all of you. Salem, uh, Salem is my dog. She's awesome. Want to give her a shout out too. So, you know, I love everybody and you guys are all amazing, but those people were just recently have been doing the most and I just really appreciate it. Uh, so that was kind of the update for me. And like I said, I'm basically going to Florida this weekend to see my family and that's really exciting. And then after that, um, I'm gonna go celebrate 4th of July. So summer is my favorite season. This is my favorite time to be alive. And the 4th of July is my favorite holiday. Like Christmas walked so that summer 4th of July could run. That is how I feel. So these next couple of weeks, I know are just going to be absolutely amazing. When I get back from Florida, I have insane interviews lined up. Guys, we're talking insane. And um, I'm also just going to have tons of content because we all know that my life is so weird. My life is so weird. So I'm going to try to like do the outline form again with my ADHD. I'm already feeling like I'm struggling because my brain just bounces. But I just want to tell you why my life is so weird. So that was kind of life update. That was number one. I just want to go into this story really quick and then we'll get into a few more things. So <laughs> I hope these people never listen to my podcast. But um, so 
I've been going to my nail guy. We're going to call this um, Crystal Gel nail situation. I've been going to my nail guy for a year now. And, you know, I've been going steady. No, I'm just playing. No, but he's he's an honestly great nail dude. Like, he's the bomb.com. But some drama has been happening recently. Uh, I think it was a couple weeks ago when I went. There were He was just kind of like asking me some stuff about marketing and all these things that he's never really done before. And I'm like, dude, like, what the heck, bro? You know, you've never been interested in my job before. And so, but he was just kind of saying like, oh, like, bro, like, keep it low key, you know, like, stuff like that. I'm like, okay, whatever, you know, do whatever. Um, you know, I'm a networking queen. Like, I'll try to help find people, whatever. So then I go get my nails done, like, literally a couple of days ago. And I walk in and I'm good friends with the owner. The nail place is a vibe. I walk in, everyone knows my name. They're like, Morgan's here, na, na, na. And if you know me, you know I, I eat that up for breakfast. Like, I love that. And so I walk in and the owner approaches me and she's like mm. she's like you look good today and I'm like oh thank you blah, blah. and she goes so have you heard the news that he's gonna go I was like oh is he oh well, that's really interesting she's like yes yeah, are you gonna stay or are you gonna go <laughs> I'm like oh my God. <laughs> I don't know how to feel in this moment I'm just trying to pick out a color you know what I'm saying I'm thinking pink or purple chrome and she's she's like you're gonna stay or you're gonna go oh my anxiety woo um, well, I t- you know, I just it was an awkward situation. I'm like, I don't know if I stay. Are you gonna do my nails? And she's like, Absolutely. So it's a lot to think about. And then the whole time I'm sitting with him, there's tension, it's awkward, this and this. But I honestly love them both. Like we're all friends. They invited me to hang out with them. It's it's super fun. But I'm just, <laughs> does anyone else go through a situation where they go to their nail tech and they they love them and then they want to leave and then there's an argument and all this stuff? Like, ugh, it's just. This is weird. <laughs> I just feel like, why does this drama attract me? Like, why am I always around this kind of stuff? I don't know. So I haven't really made a decision to either of them yet. So all I know is I'm all about a vibe. So, you know, I'm not, I'm in this, I'm single right now. I'm not committed to anybody. So I don't know. Maybe I'll see, maybe I'll go. You have to, I don't know. So that's it. Um, yeah, so dating, I know I touched on it in the DJ pod that I was going on a date, and I did, and that was cool. Um, yeah, I don't want to say that I'm, like, in a villain era or anything, I just, I'm just, (laughs) I'm going on dates, like, that's what I'm doing. Um, and I I feel like for me, in the past, uh, I was hurt pretty bad, and I've gone through a lot of pain and, like, betrayal, and so... I think for me, it's really hard for me to care. And I, I say that to people and they're like, oh my gosh, like you just don't care. No, that's not what I mean. That's really not what I mean. I just think, I think I held on to things so tight in the past that now people, it's like, oh, if you want to walk out of my life, like that's cool. Here's a goodie bag. You know, like, oh, I just don't feel like I fight super hard anymore. I just think things are kind of whatever and I think it's a protection for me from getting disappointed um is just by kind of just being more like lax about everything uh but I also have like I said I have ADHD and um I I just I really like good banter I really like things that are exciting and so I I think a struggle for me right now is I just kind of feel a little bored and I don't want to do things that are toxic and I want to do things that are wise for me and intentional and so, you know, going on dates is cool and stuff, but I just crave connection so bad, like a passionate connection um, emotionally. And 
So I think it's just kind of hard because I don't know if my person's in Missouri. I'm not necessarily like on this hunt for Prince Charming. It's just, you know, sometimes going on like little dates can kind of be, um, they're cool to meet new people, but also it can kind of be like, oh, I don't know. I just, I don't know if I feel this like deepness. And so that's kind of what I'm at. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't have anything super exciting. I mean, I am very... I mean, it's summer, and I'm going to Florida, and then I'm going to the lake. So I'm not tripped out really about anything. Um, but I definitely am, you know, like, talking and going on dates and doing exciting things. And like I said, I'm just developing healthy dating patterns. I've never really had that. So even if things don't work out, I'm like, yes, pick me up. Yes, open my door. Like, I'm about this. You're planning creative dates like you're thinking about things. That's awesome. I, I'm not settling for anything less, anything less. Um, but I actually made a few notes. So as I'm going on these dates, there's a few things that I do that I kind of just wanted to say. Um, not like tips or advice or anything, but low-key like tips and advice. Things that I'm doing now that I never used to do um, a year or two ago or even before that. I never really knew like, well, you don't put up with this and you do this. So here's a few things I learned. So one, I only go on dates. I don't do like link ups and stuff like that. I mean, you know, if you're in a situation where you're really vibing with someone and like you kiss or something like, okay, whatever. But I am no, I don't Netflix and chill. I don't do stuff like that. If you want me in my time, you make time and you make a plan, period. That's what I do. Two, um, if I meet somebody organically and they're like, oh, can I get your snap? Okay, maybe like whatever. But if I'm just like meeting somebody and I don't really know who they are, no, they can only have my number. Um, some dudes are like, oh, in instead of asking for the number, they're just like, what's your snap? What's your Instagram? Uh, mm, uh, mm, pass. That's, I'm just like, I'm a woman now, you know? I mean, my Snapchat is literally like a marketing tool for me and for my, like, I, my best friends. I don't really need randos on there or, I mean, if I'm really vibing with you, that's cool, but I do not consider sending just a random selfie with no caption to each other every day, um, flirting or talking or anything that, like is happening there. So no, that's not it. Uh, three, I don't beg for anybody's attention or time. Um, I think in the past, I really tried, um, I tried really hard when it came to dudes, I think, and just trying to be creative and all these things. And I'm just like, look, if they're not responding, if they don't like actually make time to see me in an intentional way, I'm good. That's okay. Like, don't hold on to things so hard that don't care if you let go. You know, like if that's what I'm saying, put that on a t-shirt. Um, for I don't, the bare minimum, um, oh, here we go. Uh, I personally don't praise a dude for doing the bare minimum. So it's like, oh, they just, um, they showed up on time and they picked me up or, uh, you know, if he said he was going to do those things and he does, I'm like, that's awesome. But if a guy is, you know, really intentional, he's like, oh, I remembered you, you said you like this. So I got this for you. That's awesome. Like, that's something I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That was so sweet. I'm not, and the same for a guy. Like if I said I was going to show up at this certain time and I don't, you know, that's, you know, that's not good on my part. But if I show up, you know, that's something to praise and tell mom, oh my gosh, you know, blah, blah, blah. that's just how I feel. I, I feel like in our culture, I even look at celebrities and it's like, oh, you know, so-and-so did this, or blah, blah, not to, not to, not to, like, put, like, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson on the spotlight, but I feel like she really praises him a lot for just doing the basic things, like, oh, 
we got ice cream. Like, that's so cool. That's cute if you want that. But, I mean, it, I just, like, what is the standard then? You know, what are we, what are we putting on this pedestal? I don't know. That's just my opinion. I don't know. Uh, don't come at me. But, oh, this is the last one. Um, I consider love bombing or, like, not excessive flirting, but excessive flirty word flirts as a red flag. I'll tell you why. Um, okay. Sometimes I'll be talking to somebody or something and say we're communicating and just right away they're like, oh, you're so hot and I, I want to like wish you were here with me doing this, blah, 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 or just sent, like doing, doing a lot and we don't know each other very well. That to me is a massive red flag. I'm like, you're very comfortable with me and I don't know you. That freaks me out. And so um, I just kind of steer away from those kinds of things. But as I'm going on dates and just meeting people, that's the blueprint of what I'm taking into these situations. And in the past, it was very much like, oh, are they cute? Like, do we vibe this and this, the emotion in there? Which that is important, but I think now I'm just thinking a lot more logically, like, oh, are our jobs somewhat compatible? Like, would we be a good match? Do we have the same values? Like, yes, looks and personality and vibes matter to me as well, but also I'm just trying to avoid, you know, heartbreak or wasting each other's time because... At this point, I don't really have a ton of time to just waste on someone not knowing what they want. And so um, that's where I'm at. I know you're like, oh, my gosh, I did not think I was tuning into Oprah tonight. Well, sorry. That's just that's just the truth is even going on dates can be so fun and exciting, but also it can just kind of suck and be discouraging because, you know, it is what it is. So (laughs) so what I'm saying is I'm going to Florida and I'm excited. So that's the vibe. Um, but I do want to say, at least by raising, having these like little rules for myself, having these standards has just upped it up, up the game for dudes for me. And I would say at least this whole past month, I feel like I've been treated very well by, um, very well by these like different guys. So that's been really cool. That's been nice. Okay. So my next category is not really a category, but it's just kind of, um, something that I've really grasped recently is the shoot your shot mentality. And I think that just goes really deep into everything in relationships. I shoot my shot a lot of times when it does come to guys. I'll say exactly what I think or I'll message them. And sometimes, you know, a lot of times you never know. Some dudes it's worked out where we've talked for a while and then we become friends. Some dudes just like aren't about it, whatever. But shooting your shot, I just think is huge and it's a confidence thing and it's about going after what you want. I've done that with a lot of times just like with, with, with podcast guests. I'll message them, I'll shoot my shot, I'm like, you know, I barely know them. I don't know if they'll want to come on, this and this. And you have that option where, okay, they're, they might reject you or they might not. And that to me is just way more exciting than um, not even shooting. So I would encourage you that I don't know what you're kind of at in your life, career-wise, relationship-wise, dream-wise, location-wise. Shoot your shot. You know, go for it and you might just make it. And how exciting would that be? That would be insanely exciting. So, uh, yeah. So this next category is for my business friends, or or not. Um, I'm calling it the burnout. So the burnout is real. And let me just talk. Like, I feel like I'm in a position in my life right now where everything I do and I'm choosing are things that I love, and that's really exciting. Especially if 
you know, we all went through COVID. Like we all had to go through something for a long time that we hated. And so now just kind of waking up and just choosing to do things I love. Like I love my job. I love my side hustles. I love what I wear. I feel like my closet is really in a good place. I love my shoes. Like I love penny boarding. I love who I'm like inviting to go on dinners um, during the week. Like I feel like I'm in a great space. I love my friends. Like I just love what I got going on right now. Um, but the burnout is real. And I always say like, oh, you're eight to five and then you're five to eight. And it's so important to really allow yourself that day of rest. Do not open the laptop or the email, to not just do all the hustles because I can even feel myself becoming a workaholic. And I'm not a workaholic. Are you kidding me? I'm a self-careaholic. But just constantly thinking, thinking, like wanting to be amazing at everything. I want to be great at my job. So when you're at work, you're giving everything you have to your job. Then you get done with work and you have your side hustle and you're giving everything you have to your side hustle. But then you're like lacking in something. Something is always going to lack, whether it be maybe it's your nutrition, maybe it's you working out, maybe it's you cleaning, maybe it's something you have to do with your kids. Like something is always happening and avoiding the burnout is hard, but that's why you have to allow yourself to take a day of rest or really listen to your body, listen to your mental health and see what you really need in order to just kind of decompress. And I'm so grateful that even when I slack, I have people in my life who are like, it's okay, it's okay, like, you know, you're gonna bounce back, blah, blah, blah. And that's why this trip with my family is just very, very needed to just unwind and relax and let it all out. And so that way I know when I come back to work, I'm gonna be like full speed ahead just ready to rock and for the podcast and for everything else fully recharged and that's so important and I just don't think it's something that's super talked about we all say oh yeah the burnout the burnout but what are you doing about it to stop it or fix it or you know what are you doing to decompress like these are things that are just really important and really matter all right, so this is another weird category. This episode is kind of odd, I would say. I don't even know. I just think it's a lot of hodgepodge going around. But really, I think it's just an update of life, um, where I'm at, maybe where you're at, and just more of kind of nuggets of truth as the summer is going on. You know, things are happening, things are exciting, people are busy. Uh, but I think it's important to just recalibrate and to ask yourself how you're doing and what, are, what is something small you can do to really just relax and unwind? <laughs> yes. So, my next category is 10 Morgan mementos. And this is something that <laughs> I just consider little pieces of ice. Um, just something, things that I learned along the way that I would say as you're going into this summer, just relax. These are... Little things that I've learned along the way, maybe they help you, maybe they don't. But this is what I got going on. So, number one, there's 10 of them because it's the 10th episode, you know, oh my gosh, how cute, little marketing. Okay, so number one, do not ever eat the yellow snow. Just don't. I'm not saying I ever ate yellow snow. I'm just saying don't ever do it. Just don't do it. Okay, number two, actions speak louder than words. I think everyone hates hearing that phrase. But it's true. And I think that's why they hate hearing it is because it's true. Um, how people feel about you is how they'll treat you. And that's something that just accept, you know. And it's hard if you're a words person, but you kind of have to um, adjust to that. Number three, 
if you don't absolutely love it, don't buy it. I definitely am someone who is a spontaneous shopper and that's something that I've learned as an overthinker. You know, you're in the store. Should I get it? Should I not? This and this. Here's the thing is if you don't absolutely love it, don't buy it. Don't waste your money on it because there's something that you do love. There's something that you will find. And I think that's the same thing for dudes for me. If I don't absolutely love it with every ounce of my being, I don't want it. <laughs> uh, that's why. Okay. That's, yep. That's just how I operate in life. And that's just how I am. So, and honestly, no complaints because we have one life, you know, so why would you not want to absolutely love every ounce of it? To uh, number four, if they've done it twice, they'll do it again. That is true for so much stuff in life, you know, so chances are if people have a lot of repeated behavior, it's just going to keep repeating. So just like watch it happen. Oh, Clay Kardashian, Tristan Thompson. <laughs> Number five, be the most confident in the room. This one is something that I've learned in so many different scenarios of my life. Um, there was a time period I was working at a David's Bridal and I, I think I was 20 years old and everyone else who was working there was um, like married or a little bit older than me or I had boyfriends and I was just straight up like a so freshman, sophomore in college and I started selling wedding dresses. I knew nothing about the industry. I'd never even been in a serious relationship. I'd never been married. But to me, it's not about having the life experiences necessarily. It's just knowing your product. So I would learn the dresses. I would learn the fabrics. I would learn how they fit, how to style it, how to talk to the customer. And I would just learn how to be honest with them and make them feel beautiful. And that is when, I'm only telling this story because it changed the way that my confidence is um, when it comes to business or corporate. And I remember there was a day I had this bride in and she fell in love with this gorgeous, like Victorian, massive wedding dress, ball gown, beautiful uh, lace beading around like probably like $2,000 something like that. And she like rang the bell. She said yes to the dress. We were on cloud nine. And then she saw like a beautiful Vera Wayne, uh, mermaid strapless, um, ruffled rose dress on the clearance rack for like 500. She's like, oh my gosh, let me just try it on. Let me just try it on. In my heart, you know, it's a saleswoman. You're like, oh my gosh, she's going to choose the cheaper one. This is the worst loss of my life. <laughs> and so the queen tries it on. She's in love. She's like, I want it. So my heart sinks because I'm like, oh my gosh, I just lost this massive sale. She already rang the bell. I'm a little bit embarrassed. I'm like, okay, yes, absolutely. We'll get you whatever. Like, which one did you want? And she was like, oh, both. She looked me dead in the eye and she was like, I want both. My husband's going to pay for both. And I just was shook. This lady, I just sold two wedding dresses to one bride. And I was 20 years old. And that was just the craziest moment of my life. I was like, I've never been married. I'm 20 years old and I just sold two wedding dresses. So don't tell me, oh, I'm too young. Don't tell me, oh, I haven't had enough experience. No. Know your product know your audience and know how to speak to them. And you walk in the most confident person in that room and people take you seriously. I mean, I'm one of the youngest people at my job now and just every single like different jobs I've had, different circumstances, people I'm friends with. I'm friends with a lot of older people because I love learning from them and I respect them and I love um, their wisdom. And so being so confident and knowing who you are can get you so many places. So that's just one of the biggest pieces of advice I would ever give is 
truly be as confident as you can be in any room, whether it be on a date with your man, um, with your friends, um, job interview, anything you do. I walk into Walmart and I'm not like, like, like I'm freaking on the runway. Well, that's not true. But I walk, I walk anywhere just trying to be confident because I don't know who's in the room. And truly that just comes out of like when I'm pretending or whatever, walking into a room really confident, it just, it just, you believe it and just be, it's, you become confident. Like that phrase, fake it till you make it. Like if you're not feeling confident in yourself and your skin and your body at first, you know, sometimes you fake it, but really talk, you know, you're a beautiful person and you're made in the image of God. There's no reason for you to not be confident. So grasp that and take advantage of that. Uh, so that is number five. Number six, lead with peace. This, I would say, if I had to pick a phrase for the year, this is my phrase. Um, having anxiety, having um, just being like a really emotional person, I always led with emotion so much in my life. And I think this whole year, 2022, I've really been like, okay, God, um, I'm just going to let you take direction and lead in my life. And it's been crazy. And there's a lot of things that God will show you or like open doors or this and this or things that you kind of um, make a boundary or other things. And ultimately, you know, no matter what happens, if you're not living your life with the idea of, okay, I want peace, then what are you doing? <laughs> you might have to reevaluate. For me, if I don't have peace, I mean, don't get me wrong, drama happens, things happen, bad days happen. I'm not saying that oh my gosh, your life has drama. Hello, my nail salon, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I'm just saying as an overall, um, for me, like with my anxiety, it, it affects me so badly that I will throw up. And so I can't live a life worth living if I let anxiety be at the top of my life. I have to, f I have, to have peace at the top. And so I have to figure out what gives me anxiety and I have to f either work through it myself or separate myself from it because I have to have peace at the top of my life, like under God, because that is how I'm able to be confident. I'm able to love people. I need to have peace. I need to feel safe. And so that's just something that I would recommend if you're, you're in the situation of like, oh, I don't know where I'm supposed to go in life. I don't know what God has for me. I don't know if this is the relationship he has. Whatever you're questioning in your life, I would pray, God, just show me peace. Like, lead lead me in the direction of peace for whatever this is. So that is number six, and that has genuinely changed my life this year. That, that phrase has, I mean, I'm not throwing up right now, you guys. You know why? Because cause God's leading, leading with his peace in my life right now. Um, number seven. It's normal to not have a clue or plan for your life. Um, I personally recommend just giving, giving it to God who is all-knowing. And I know when you hear that phrase, you're like, oh, just give it to God. Like, oh my gosh, I've never heard that one. Like, live, laugh, love. No, but I'm, not only do I say this from experience, um, I'm, I'm saying this because this is something that I wholeheartedly believe in. Even when I went to Evangel, I remember I had no clue what college I was supposed to go to. And um, my, pr my pr uh, pastor at the time was like, you know what, Morgan, 
Like there were deadlines. All my scholarships had deadlines and they were asking me like where I wanted to go to college and I didn't know. Um, applications had deadlines and it was it was March and I was graduating basically in May. So things were coming up and I remember my pastor was like, you know what, you should just surrender this all to God, not apply anywhere for two-ish weeks and see where God opens the door. And I remember just not doing anything scared me so bad because I was like, I'm going to miss out, I'm going to miss out, I'm going to miss out. But I just gave it all to God and just chilled out and relaxed. And sure enough, it was like, oh my gosh, there's a school that has ministry and um, preaching and stuff. And it also has sports and intramurals and dorms and this and this and it's young people. And it was the most match made in heaven for me. And just that situation and then every situation after that like the serving job i had god's hand the job i have right now god's hand like the friends i have the apartment every single thing i know like god has taken care of me and my life in that situation so that's why i'm not going to trip about a guy i'm not going to worry about that because it's in god's hands like i'm not going to worry about where i'm going to be in five years that's god's hands like i'm not going to trip about that stuff and people could look at me and be like, you're so naive, like, oh, you're so crazy, like, you don't even, why would I worry? All that does is make me sick and make me anxious. So no, I'm not going to do that. Like, that's crazy. Um, but I want to encourage you that it's completely normal to not have a plan and to not know what you're doing. I had no idea where job I was going to have my senior year of college, like in March. No clue. For me, it literally was within a few weeks. I met my boss, we talked, interviewed, boom. It was like mid-April, they offered me a job. Like, God does insane things. You just have to trust the process and be in his word and like spend time with him. That's, I know, Morgan, ah, oh, the chapel credit, I'm really going off today. But these are things that changed my life and I just want to sit there and be like, hey, it's okay. You're not supposed to have it all together. We're not supposed to be these people who have everything together. You know, then what is God for? You know, he's here to have it all together for you. So that's number seven. Uh, number eight, joy. Wow, these are all really spiritual. But hey, you know what, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Joy is loving God, loving yourself, and loving others. Um, go and make someone's day. That's just something um, I consider myself a really joyful person, but also I really do struggle with sadness and emotional things. And I think there's times where I am just like really struggling and need to feel it and really just be in that moment. But there's times where it's like, you know what? The world is bigger than me. You know, go worship God, go love on other people, go buy someone's coffee, like go bless somebody in the midst of my pain. And um, experience their joy and the joy that God has for me. And so that's also what I would say too, is even if you're unsure of one of those categories, maybe you're having a hard time like loving God or loving yourself or loving other people, just, you know, going out and loving someone, like being kind to someone just literally affects so many people's lives. It's just crazy. When someone pays for my coffee in line, I literally melt for like the whole rest of the day. And if you can impact someone's day by literally a $4 coffee, can you imagine what you can do if you wrote somebody a note or just complimented them or said something really deep about them? You just have no idea how much you can change someone's life. So that's number eight. Number nine, if you want it, go get it. That kind of goes with the um, shoot your shot mindset as well. I think so many times 
we're so scared of rejection or um, people saying no um, or losing the opportunity. I just think perseverance is huge and people who advance, I, I personally think, maybe this isn't the business world, but I think people who advance in life, a lot of times, maybe they're impatient, maybe they need to learn patience, but when they want something, they go and they fight for it and they're persistent. And a lot of times people will just kind of be like, ah, you know what, you fought so hard, you warned me over, you got it, you know? People, like I said, people who are confident, if you want it, go get it, that mindset, that can get you so many places in life. And even just speaking things into existence, like, oh, I want to be a millionaire someday. Okay, how am I gonna do that? I'm gonna invest, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this, this, this. Like, what is your plan? And if you want something, how are you gonna achieve it? Go get it, how are you gonna go get it? Like that to me, you know, if you don't try and put a plan in motion, it's just words, it's just words. So my, you know, my advice here is if, if you want something, if you want that job, go learn how to do it. I was so into radio in college. Um, when I kind of did like my first little radio show at school that I interned at a radio station that summer because I was like, I don't know if I want this, but I need to shadow someone to see like, okay, can I get it? And I, it was a really great experience. You know, I didn't necessarily want to do it full time, but I remember calling up like 10 different radio stations talking to different GMs and there was one GM and we just like really got along and he's like, come in. Let me meet you and we'll see what we can do, you know? If you want something, go get it and go fight for it. And that's, that's that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah. Number 10, be resilient in the face of obstacles and challenges. There's so many different things different people face. And I think I'm in a really cool position with this podcast because, you know, some people have been pretty impacted by the episodes and they've been able to confide in me and let me just be a part of just a glimpse of what they've gone through. And I really appreciate um, just that vulnerability. But there's so many people going through so many hard things that honestly, at this point, it's like if I go to Walmart and I look at someone, they're probably going through something so difficult that I just have no idea, you know, and you just really have no idea what anybody's going through. And so I think we need to be kind to everybody and just um, really sweet. But also, if you are that person going through something, you know, be resilient in everything you can, whether it be you're fighting for your health, you're fighting for a family member's health, you're fighting your own pain, you're fighting depression, whatever, whatever you're fighting, um, it could honestly just be like self-loathing, you don't like yourself, you're unhappy, like whatever you're going through, be resilient in the face of healing, in the face of um, faith, in the face of this is not my forever. I will get over this. I will, you know, be healed or God will do this or this and this or I will have joy. I will get over this season. I will get over this hard moment. Like, be resilient in the face of danger, in the face of pain, in the face of fear. No matter what it is you're going through, you know, have courage to be strong and fight your fight. And I literally, I can't even tell you, like, last September I was so skinny and I was throwing up everything I ate. 
thinking to myself, how can I even work corporate if I can't even get up and I can't eat anything and I'm supposed to be there for eight hours? How am I supposed to do this? Like crying out to God. And since then I've seen doctors, I've had people in my life, prayer, all of these things, finally got on a medicine that was actually helping me to the point where it's June now and I can eat an entire pizza and, uh, you know, a decent sized lunch and a smoothie and these other things and not want to throw up. That to me is healing. That to me is God's hand. That to me is be resilient in the face of your pain, in the face of there's no hope because there is hope and you can get through it. So that's my encouragement to you. I'm sorry if this episode was like deep and crazy and passionate and whatever and a whole bunch of randomness, but that's my whole brand. That's that's my whole my whole conversations are are one minute it's we're talking about, you know, juggling in a random restaurant, the next minute we're talking about our deepest fears. And that's you know, there's a lot about me. Some people don't like me and that's okay. Maybe I don't like you. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, but some people don't like me and that's okay. But the thing about me is whether you like me or don't like me, I'm going to be authentic. Like I'm not going to come on this podcast and tell you I have it all together. My life is sparkle. It's perfect. Or I'm not going to come on here and tell you like my life is awful. It's the worst thing ever. No, I'm going to tell you like this week was freaking amazing. And this week was the worst. Uh, It's just, it's so crazy how different things can affect you, how your mental health can, how confidence can, and how um, being joyful can. It's crazy how those three things can literally change a person so much. So it's summertime, baby. I hope that you've been at the pool. I hope you got a nice crisp tan. Uh, If you see a cute little shoddy, let me just say, shoot your shot. Tell her she smells good because that is the pickup line that works. Um, That's for the men out there. Ladies, I don't really know. I don't really know. Maybe ask him, like, his favorite football team or something. I don't really know. Uh, ask him his favorite Drake song. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, that's that's all I have for you guys. I really want you to have an amazing summer. Um, I'm just so thankful, too, that you guys have listened to every, you know, every episode. And we've had 10 episodes now. Uh, I want you also to never feel like you can't reach out to me because... You most definitely can. If I don't know you, that's even better. I love making friends. So uh, you definitely can always hit my line. I'm never going to act weird about that. Uh, But yeah, if you do want to start your own podcast as well, just go to the bottom of this episode and click the Buzzsprout link. B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T. I spelled Buzzsprout wrong the last episode and nobody said anything to me. I spelled it wrong. I was a spelling bee champ in fifth grade. The disrespect I put on my elementary school. Ridiculous. But like I said, B-U-Z-Z-S-P-R-O-U-T, Buzzsprout.com. Uh, yeah, just if you, if you sign up for their paid plan, you get a certain amount of episode time. And honestly, the free plan does not have enough time, if you know what I'm saying. So sign up. Let me know if you start your own podcast. That'd be really cool. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing 4th of July. I hope you guys have a great summer. Um, and I hope you guys honestly just you know, be confident and lead with peace in your life because it's, it's changed mine in the last 12 months. Um, who knows what it could do for yours. So love you. Bye.